0: Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. In this identity episode, Jesus and I will clarify for you your powerful why for being, why you need healing, and what it has to do with your calling. Stick with me with this one. There are a lot of metaphors to meditate on and an important call to action should you feel God's prompting at the end. Why did God create you? Generally speaking, God created everyone so that they could choose to know Him intimately and spend eternity with Him. If you were born, you were chosen. Everything God does is motivated by His love, and He loved you into existence. Second Peter 3.9 says, The Lord does not delay as though He were unable to act, and is not slow about His promise as some count slowness but is extraordinarily patient toward you, not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So in God's eyes, no child is ever an accident. God intentionally created you because he wanted you. He is intentional about everything he creates. Ephesians 2.10 says, "'For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art.'" Created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he has set, so that we may walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. This verse tells us that God created you to be part of his kingdom plan. So God's why was related to partnership With you. The Father sees you as united in Christ, as the unified Christ you. That is the perfected by Jesus version of the uniqueness of you. After Jesus completed his work on the cross and was resurrected, he kept his promise to send the Holy Spirit, whose entire job was to help mold you into that perfect Christ you so that you can become the person that the Father sees you as already, and so that you can partner with Jesus in the unique way he created you, so that you may do your part and fulfill his kingdom plan. Adam and Eve existed in perfect union with the Father in the Garden of Eden. It was a heaven-on-earth existence, where they walked with the Father in the cool of the day, face-to-face, in communion. We all know the story of how they ruined that for themselves and for all of us by allowing sin to enter into their hearts. This decision of theirs cursed the earth and every person who would be born after them. Jesus' perfect sacrifice canceled out that debt and restored the communion that we have with the Father and has empowered believers to take back what was stolen and live in power and authority by the power and love of God. To live in this fullness in Christ, we must begin to understand the truth of who we are in Christ and know how and why that sets us free from the curse. It's gone, but we can act like it's still there. This is where healing becomes necessary in the process. The enemy sees you the way you see yourself, And when you begin to see yourself the way the Father sees you, then you are ready to step into your calling. Healing is part of that journey of becoming who Christ died for you to become. So we know that callings are not just about what you do for God, but who you are created to become with God so that you can accomplish with His partnership the destiny that He has for you. I've done other episodes on healing and specifically how to receive that healing. And I will put links to those episodes below in the pattyej.podbean.com site for this episode. But we will not dive into any of those hows in this episode. I want you to understand the role that healing plays in your kingdom impact. Healing is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Any unwellness as a result of living in the era of the fall comes from agreeing with the enemy's limitations for you and the consequences that befell the earth because of the curse. If Satan cannot keep you from heaven, his goal is always to keep your eyes on yourself so that you never catch up to your purpose and destiny. Your destiny is another powerful why for you even being born and it's another reason that we know that God wants you to be healed. Because when your eyes are fixed on yourself, they're not fixed on God. Obsessing about your aches and pains, worries or anxieties, or the why you can't do this or can't do that, keeps you from your destined purpose. We know from the above, verse that God's will is for you to be healthy so that you can fulfill your destiny as his partner and participate In his overall kingdom plan. The word gives us clear direction about how to do that. And Jesus showed us how to follow that direction by tuning to the father and doing only what he said and did. John 5 19 says, so Jesus answered them by saying, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, of his own accord, unless it is something he sees the father doing. For whatever things the Father does, the Son in his turn also does in the same way. Jesus didn't just say this once. He said it over and over. Check out John 5.30 and John 8.28 for other reinforcing messages. Jesus partnered with the Father to do what he needed to do. And he will partner with you to do what you need to do in order to align yourself with the will of the Father and obey him for your destiny. Jesus has given me many metaphors to help you understand each of the pieces that ultimately lead to your calling. The first one is a picture of what the ultimate result of your calling would look like. This one is related to skipping stones. Jesus and I were standing on the shore of the Sea of Galilee when he handed me a small translucent stone of light. It was warm in my hand and had a holographic nature. For when I moved it, I could see changing words that were there and not there. Love, peace, joy, and the rest of the fruit of the spirit words. They are God's character, his glory, and a stone. The stone was warm, a comforting kind of warm, like a blanket right out of the dryer and wrapped around you on a cold and dreary fall day. Comforting, like the comforter. It felt good in my hand. Then Jesus told me to fling it into the sea like you would a skipping stone. I didn't want to throw it away because it felt precious to me, but I did because the Lord wanted me to. I held the stone between my thumb and middle finger, rubbing the warm, smooth surface, then flicked it with my wrist. It flew and landed on top of the water. It did not sink but created ripples and immediately multiplied to five stones— also not dropping on the water, but still lit up on the water's surface. Each stone created ripples all at once. Then the five stones multiplied again and repeated the pattern of multiplying, skipping, and creating rings until the lights and the ripples filled the entire sea as far as my eyes could see. I was struck by the beauty and power of it. I turned to Jesus and I asked him what it meant, and he answered, This is the multiplying effect of people finding me and being changed by my love. The stones represent people moved so much by my love that they contagiously share it in their own unique ways, just as I've created them to do. Your calling is to show people the way to that love. God is a God of multiplication. I hadn't noticed it because I was distracted by the beauty, but then I realized I had another stone in my hand. Jesus said, Every stone is an opportunity, a new encounter, an intervention to help people find my love. Abide in me and listen to my voice, for these are opportunities to throw the next stone and start the beauty all over again. Then the Lord led me to 2 Thessalonians 1 11. With this in mind, we constantly pray for you, that our God may make you worthy of his calling, and that by his power he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness, and your every deed prompted by faith. If your heart is like mine, I'm sure you wanted to be that person that skipped stones and helped the Lord spread his love to multitudes. And I'm sure that you want to be equipped to be able to do that just like I did. The next vision is essentially about what your present stage might look like related to your calling and is connected to the need for healing. The Lord took me back to the Sea of Galilee, where he first showed me the skipping stones. He handed me a smooth stone, and I skipped it. It bounced, and as it began to multiply, the new stones froze in midair. He asked me to throw a few others, and they all did the same thing. They were all frozen in multiple skip mode. I asked him what it meant, and he said, You have begun the work that I've called you to do. These stones represent the people I put in your path and the beginning of what I have for you. As you begin to understand who you are in Christ and deepen your relationship with me, you will begin to follow my promptings more naturally. These stones are beginning to multiply, but more healing is needed so that you may focus completely on me and what I have for you. There are things that I want to heal in your heart and in your body. Onion layers that affect your body, soul, and spirit. Unhealed things that are like brakes slowing you down. If you are not weighed down by them, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual baggage... You could accelerate your kingdom impact, and I know that you want this almost as much as I do for you. This is a picture of your present stage. What I desire is a cleansing of your heart to allow you to reach new levels of anointing, knowing how to abide in me so your life is a prayer without ceasing and I can flow through you in and out with greater ease and impact. With much more of my presence and power in your life, you will continue to grow your relationship with me and become who the Father sees you as already. You will live with an increased boldness and confidence to simply share your gifts and stories and obey the assignments I have for you. I am ready to heal and empower you to reach this new level with me. Are you ready to join me and receive that healing? Whoa, that one was really a call to courage, isn't it? And here is another vision that addresses just that. One day, my spirit life circle had a discussion about Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail or abandon you. Our journal question that day was, Lord, what do you want to show me or say to me about having courage to represent you as the face of you in my circle of influence? The Lord showed me holographic cards, the kind that changed the picture from one thing to another when you slightly move the card. And the images had movement, like those live photos on your phone can for just a few seconds and then stop. The card shifted from pictures of me to pictures of Jesus, and there was one way that you could hold the card where you could see us both superimposed on each other. There were four cards. The first was an image of Jesus and me wearing armor. There was wind blowing in our hair beneath our helmet. The next, we were wearing doctor scrubs. We were performing heart surgery. In the third card, we were bent down on the ground in a garden. We were wearing gardening clothes and using some gardening tools near us. We had an especially broad smile on our faces for that one. And in the fourth card, we were geared up for fishing with thigh-high boots, rods, and a tackle box. And Jesus said, I need you to be the face for those whom I have put in your path to reflect me in your culture as the warrior, the healer, the sower, and the reaper, the fisher of men. When they see you, I want them to see me. The warrior teaches them to find their strength by connecting with their identity and the power of Almighty God, the source of all strength. There is no fear or worries when you can connect with this aspect of me. This is the pathway to victory. I am your shield, banner, and the one who fights your battles. Show them the way. When they see you, I want them to see me. You have met the healer, and you know how to introduce the healer to others. You know my heart for healing and can show people how to trust me as their healer, too. It is important for me to release my healing power to a hurting and wounded generation so they may be empowered by the truth show them the way when they see you i want them to see me i have a heart for discipleship a yearning for people to live the fullness of god in their lives and not leave me dormant in their hearts just as the gardener show people how to plant the seeds of my love in their hearts nurture and grow the relationship with me and release me into the world this is the fruit bearing of the kingdom plan multiplying and growing my love show them the way when they see you i want them to see me we are approaching the great harvest there are so many people who need me even the people who think they have no need of me your life must be a contagious reflection of my love a magnetic attraction so that the fisherman's boat is overcome with fish People need to know how to live the gospel in their lives and lead others to this hungering heart's desire, show them the way. I thank the Lord for this powerful imagery and encounter, and I thank Him that the truth is He fully equips us to be able to do absolutely everything that He asks. Say yes and amen to all that He would have you do to reflect His love in these ways. To reflect God's love in the world takes courage, but... To know the courage is not mustered by your own strength, you must realize that you're also not alone. The Lord himself is the source of courage and he is the one that links together all the other pieces and partners in the kingdom plan. Our next vision is about that plan and why he was created you to be part of it. My five-year-old inner child woke up in my special place one morning to my angel Maureen, telling me that the Lord had a special adventure for me to go on with him that day. As Maureen and I packed my little blue 1960s suitcase, I put the lion stealth animal in there that I carry with me everywhere. It shouldn't have fit, but somehow it did. I thought that was funny. Other angels were making my bed and helping me get ready. I love that. Maureen took me to a place where Jesus was standing next to a helicopter. With a big smile on his face, he picked me up and lifted me into the helicopter without telling me where we were going. It didn't matter. I knew it was going to be amazing. We flew up over the waterfall of the living water where all the destiny caves peppered the walls. I was trying to work out which one was mine, but there were simply too many to be able to guess. The walls of the river gorge seemed to be as high as miles, and I could not see the top. There were vivid, iridescent strings, like a beautiful, giant spirograph, connecting the cave openings. We were flying right through them without disrupting them by our movement. The strings were different thicknesses. Some were like thick cables, and others thin like spider webs. I asked Jesus to tell me what the strings were. And he said, this is a picture of my kingdom plan being executed in unity by the body of Christ. I said, wow, it's so beautiful and complex. And he said, each string represents relationships, partnerships between members of the body of Christ. The thinner ones can be as simple as a chance encounter, a seed planted in a heart. The thicker ones represent hand-in-hand ministry cooperation, there are thousands, millions, and in some cases billions of connections with a single person that they may have with others. Many of these connections they will not even realize happened until the ends of days, but they are all known to me and remembered. Unity is very important in this season. My power is magnified and multiplied by unity first unifying with me, and then with the others in the body of Christ. The season for individual ministries is finished. We are in the season of the great awakening, precursor to the great harvest. No one can accomplish what I have called them to do alone. We are approaching the great harvest of nations, which must come before the tribulation and my return. For those who serve with selfless motives— I will give a double portion of Billy Graham's anointing and multiply it further by their partnership. My math is exponential. The next thing I knew, we were in the throne room. Jesus was sitting on the throne high and massive with fire eyes. And I was with Maureen, watching the angels roaring, Holy, Holy, Holy. It was a powerful and humbling sight. Then King Jesus stood up. His standing was a call to action. And the words unity, humility, selflessness, obedience, joy, faithfulness, and love roared in my spirit and kept repeating themselves over and over. When the vision was over, I was back in my special place with Jesus And I said, whoa, Lord, that was cool and intense. Thank you for my adventure. But why did I need to pack my suitcase? And he said, because I want your heart to always be ready to go when I call, to obey every assignment and to trust me for each one. Oh, I will, Lord. I love to see these massive connections between the body of Christ help me to connect to everyone I need to in order to fulfill my part of your kingdom plan. And then he said, stay tuned to me so that you have an increased sensitivity and awareness when I'm making a connection. I set the table in the presence of your enemies. So I bow before you and prepare the hearts of the people that need to connect with you in advance. But you need to pay attention and obey those promptings immediately when you receive them. I know that everything we shared today is a lot to meditate on, but I really want to share with you an opportunity coming in the future. And I'm not even sure why the Lord wanted me to share this now because it's a little bit premature. We don't have our website up yet, but I'm going to link it below on the patty site for this episode, and no doubt he'll have me speaking about this in other podcasts in the future. But I wanted to share with you that a small team of Spirit Life Circle mentors and I have been given the assignment by God to facilitate the Breakthrough Workshop in a small town called Lebanon, Oregon. This is called a workshop and not a conference because real work will happen there. Conferences have you sit passively in the seats while speakers share their wisdom with you. But in this workshop, Jesus and you will work out your healing, and find breakthrough by carefully facilitated encounters and powerfully biblically-based prayers that will bring God's manifest presence in power to heal you. You will practice the dialogue journaling skills I teach on this podcast, and you will learn from Jesus about your identity and your destiny and receive the yoke-breaking power for healing so that you may step into new levels of anointing for your calling. The Lord gave me the Skipping Stones vision in 2015, and he brought it back to my memory because he says it's specifically connected to the Spirit Life Workshop. This is what he had to say about that. Everyone involved in the Breakthrough Spirit Life Workshop will carry the seed of revival, just like the multiplying stones I gave you years ago. It's not just about what happens at the event, but what happens after people leave. Consider Nancy and Zach. On a side note, these are two people who have had outrageous fruit-bearing lives after receiving healing for incredibly debilitating illnesses. He continued, see how much they have accomplished because they were healed and consider yourself. The Lord has healed me nine miraculous times, and the first time was with Lyme disease. And after each healing, I received a catapulting upgrade in my connection with the Lord and impact in ministry. He continued, when I heal, I upgrade to new levels of anointing. The real impact will come as the people for whom I have chosen to be there for their miraculous healings start to skip their stones. I will bring the people there for whom I trust to skip their stones. It is the capability of each person in that room and where I will take them after the event that is the Real Kingdom Impact Miracle connected with this workshop. It only takes one incredible moment with me to fan the flame of revival into a blazing wildfire. I trust you and this team to create that one moment for everyone present at that event. I know who I want there. I know how to get them there. Follow my lead. Trust me and watch what happens. If God wants you there, he has an amazing healing miracle for you and an incredible destiny for you to step into after the event. He will let you know if you're supposed to be there, and he will make a way for you to get there if you're supposed to be there. Obey his voice. It surprised me that the Lord wanted me to share this with you now, as our spiritlifeworkshops.com website is still not up and running at the time of this publication to even receive a live registration for the event, but I will link it below regardless. And as soon as it's live, it will, the link will work. However, if your heart is burning and you know that God is calling you to this event, please email me at patty at pattysadala.com and let me know that you want to be put on the notification email list. This is a saved the date notification. And if there is another person or group or people that you also believe would be drawn to this event, please forward this episode to them and have them contact me, as God prompts. For now, this is simply an opportunity to plant the seed in your heart about it, something for you to pray and meditate about to see if God wants you to go. As Jesus said, he knows who he wants there, he knows how to get them there, and he will provide that opportunity So if you might be one of those people, mark your calendar and prayerfully save the date for October 21st to the 23rd, 2022 in Lebanon, Oregon. Are you ready to be a stone skipper? I hope that you will join us on this incredible adventure. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, Please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadalacom shop. And remember the code EJPOD This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in the special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. After spending time with Jesus playing in your special place and posturing your heart properly properly, Ask God to show you what you could do with Him if you knew His true plan and cooperated with Him for it. And ask Him what He wants to heal in you that is slowing you down from accomplishing that purpose. So spend all the time you need getting a clear vision from the Lord about what His plan is for you and what He wants to heal in you that's slowing you down from accomplishing that purpose. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal. I hope you have a better understanding of your powerful why that God created you, your need for healing and what it accomplishes for you, and the importance cooperating with the Lord to fulfill your destiny and your calling. And I hope you will prayerfully consider attending our Breakthrough Spirit Life